Hello and welcome to the Daily Rejoicing Podcast, Psalm 23 in your Bible. We started our study of Psalm 23 on Monday. I want you today to notice something very, very powerful and humbling about the claim here in Psalm 23.1 when David writes, The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. He made it personal. A sheep is everything you don't want to be. And we mentioned it yesterday, but dumb, stubborn, defenseless, no sense of direction, prone to wonder, nervous, uneasy, doesn't recognize danger, frightened all the time. But David humbly says, the Lord is my shepherd. He describes himself as a sheep. And David humbly acknowledged that that is exactly what he was to the Lord. And I want you to think about this today. The God of heaven condescends to be your personal shepherd. A shepherd, by definition, has a flock, several sheep to take care of. But there is no mention of the flock in this psalm. Verse 1, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. There's no mention of the flock, but just a deep personal affection and attention from the shepherd to the one lamb from God to David. Notice all the personal pronouns here. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table for me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. There's that real personal connection there. And without Christ, we would have no hope at all. We would be as sheep without a shepherd. We would not be in the flock of God at all, not God's child. If Christ had not died and rose again for our sins, we'd have no hope of heaven. And further, if Christ was not our shepherd in our daily life, what a different life this would be. But David declares, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. What is he saying there? He says, I know that the Lord is my shepherd. He's in charge. He's directing me. He's guiding me. He's protecting me. He's providing for me. And I'm in his flock. I am his own. He's my shepherd. Therefore... I shall not want, meaning I have everything I need. If it was good for me, the shepherd would have given it to me. If I'm not enjoying it, it's because it's best for me because the Lord is my shepherd. I know when I see evil encompassing me about, I know that the Lord is my shepherd, so I'm not going to fear. That's what he's saying. He's my shepherd. And we are safely kept by the shepherd. And we're safely kept in two ways. One, by his provision. Verse number two, he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Our shepherd makes sure we don't want for any necessary thing. Green pastures is newly sprouted grass. And these kinds of places were not abundant where David lived. The shepherd worked hard to find those green pastures. The hireling would lead the sheep to bristles and dry, crusty grass. He didn't care. But the 
shepherd lovingly led the sheep to green pastures and to still waters. Still waters were places where the water was calm. Rushing water frightened the sheep. They couldn't drink. They wouldn't. A tender shepherd would dam up a stream to make a quiet, still place for the sheep to drink freely if there was no still water available. And the shepherd made sure his sheep had plenty to eat and plenty to drink. Your shepherd will make sure that you never lack. I shall not want. When you're following your shepherd, everything is fine. Philippians 4.19 says, But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I'm not going into the details, but recently we've been put in a position where we've had to rely on the Lord extra much. Now, that sounds like a bad thing, but that's really a great thing because it's when you really need the Lord that your faith grows. You always need to be living in reliance upon God. But as we follow the shepherd, I can say this, that the Lord has taken perfect care of his little sheep right here that's talking to you. That's me. (laughs) I say this as a testimony. God's taken real good care of us. And he always has. And it's no surprise, but it's always a blessing. And I like to talk about it. God is good to me. He's a good shepherd. He leads me uh, by the still waters. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. And next, verse 3, he restoreth my soul. So we are safely kept by his provision. We're also safely kept by his preservation. Now, the Bible says he restoreth my soul. Restore means to return or turn back. Sometimes we would say, I'm going on vacation to be restored. I'm going to have a little restoration, relaxation. It's not exactly what it means here. It means to bring back, to carry back, to restore Many times in the Bible, it refers to repenting and returning to the Lord. Revival happens when you repent and you return to the Lord. You have a reawakening of your spiritual life. It's not an emotional moment or a time when you get stirred up by a good song, although I like to get stirred up by a good song. But real revival comes from repentance, which is a change of mind, which produces a change in direction. Repentance is always evident. And it begins inside. And sometimes, though, we'll be going the wrong way spiritually in life. It it doesn't start on the outside, usually. It really doesn't. It starts on the inside. It starts with a heart that starts to go wayward. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And sheep are notorious for wandering away. This is why a shepherd leads from the front. He does not drive them from behind because they wouldn't know where to go. The sheep are dumb. They would scatter. But as he leads from the front, the sheep follow. And sometimes, though, they get distracted. They go down a wrong path. They'll stop and graze as all the other sheep continue on. Sometimes for no reason at all. They just wander away. And in doing so, they put themselves in grave danger. So the shepherd restores them, brings them back on the right path. Now, when a sheep does it over and over again, sometimes it's a different approach depending on what that sheep needs. Sheep are different. People are different. Sometimes the shepherd shouts a word, sometimes a harsh word, sometimes a whack with that staff or rod, sometimes something more drastic. Another observer wrote about observing Middle Eastern shepherds, quote, I notice 
that some of the flock keep near the shepherd and follow whithersoever he goes without the least hesitation, while others stray about on either side or loiter far behind. And he often turns round and scolds them in a sharp, stern cry or sends a stone after them. I saw him lame one just now, not altogether unlike the good shepherd. So as this Western author was studying the profession of shepherding, a Christian man, obviously, as he was writing, he saw a shepherd make a sheep, a little crippled sheep just then. And he said, that's not unlike the good shepherd to us. Now, why is that? Sometimes sheep wander so often that a loving shepherd would break one of its legs with the staff, according to one source here, and then splint it. Sometimes another person said a weight had to be tied to the sheep's legs. And it sounds cruel, but the shepherd knows that unless he did that, that sheep would die. And our soul is prone to wander just like the sheep, isn't it? We say we're not like a sheep, but we absolutely are. We think we're smart, but we're not. We don't know what we're doing. And we're, we're much worse off when we think we do. So the shepherd does what needs to be done in order to keep us on the right path. And sometimes that'll involve a harsh word, seemingly, uh, a whack, or something more drastic. He will do what needs to be done in order to lead us on the paths of righteousness for his name's sake, because he loves us, because he wants to keep us from harm. Those sheep will go on the easy paths, not knowing what's at the end of those paths. The shepherd keeps the sheep on the right paths, even though they might be rock, rocky and a little bit steeper right then. If they continue on the right path, it'll be better, better for them in the end. Hebrews 12 verses five and six, and ye have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you as unto children, my son, despise not thou the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. Matthew 18, 12, how think ye if a man have an hundred sheep and one of them be gone astray, doth he not leave the ninety and nine and goeth into the mountains and seeketh that which is gone astray? First Peter 2, 25, for ye were as sheep going astray, but are now returned unto the shepherd and the bishop of your souls. You know, everyone is like a sheep. Isaiah 53, 6 says, all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way and the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. And if I'm a sheep, I start to realize just how pitiful I am in caring for myself. I could get a little nervous. I could start to panic. But when I know who the shepherd is, ah, the Lord is my shepherd. So I shall not want. That means that with the Lord as my shepherd, I won't want for anything. I'll never go without anything that was good for me. John 10, 27 through 30 says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life. And they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father, which gave them me, is greater than all. And no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. Are you in the fold? Is the Lord your shepherd? Are you saved? If you're not saved, you can enter his fold today. Receive him by faith. And Christian, say with confidence today, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want.